wish it smelled like blueberries. It smells like man instead, mahogany teakwood. I mean, it could have smelled like blueberries if your wife didn't somehow. I didn't do shit. I just lit it. (laughs) I just lit it. You lit it, and that thing went off like it was fucking napalm. It literally exploded. (laughs) Yeah, I could have set the the carpet on fire. The cat on fire. Carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if the carpet. I'm gonna have to do more cat noises. Catch the cat on fire. Mm. You know, just series of events. Just Everything was fine together. until the Fire Nation attack. <laughs> <laughs> until I lit the blueberry candle. <laughs> yeah, that was their way in. They planned it all along. Yeah, the Trojan horse, just the fucking blueberry scented <laughs> candle. I mean, it looks innocent. Everything, yeah. everything seems to be no, fine. A, yeah, so did the Trojan so horse. Boating up there now. Uh, it's my my point exactly. You know, because hey, you know. We're sorry, guys. We're gonna we built you this giant wooden horse. Nobody questioned it. I know. I know. Like, like, like why wouldn't they build like extreme. maybe yeah. maybe why wouldn't they be like a smaller horse? Maybe yeah. Statues. Like why would you build one that was like twenty stories high? Yeah, I'm like oh, oh, that's to a, fit a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, that's a big oh, wow. horse. Yeah. Oh man, nobody's no, nah, dude. No way. There's nobody inside like, it. Wow, they're so yeah, extra. Yeah, Troy was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but anyway. in their defense, nothing like that had happened before that they knew about. I'm sure. So <laughs> I mean, they're probably well, just good people, assuming the good in everybody. Yeah, if you wanted to take that route, you no, know, looking that's like one a, of those like assuming historic, a positive intent. You that, know, that's one of those historic events you look back on. You're like, how the fuck did this yeah. actually happen? Yeah, I know. I, I really, Hindsight. I really question that. I wonder. I wonder how like. Did this side of that horse? Like, wow, this doesn't look very anatomically correct. This all looks pretty big. What's that? Sounds like there's humans inside. Hmm. <laughs> it's a bit odd. Oh, no, that's just the working organs we put inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. They put their ear real close, and some guy's like, I'm the liver. <laughs> I'm the liver. <laughs> like, all the liver's working. It'd be fine. Yeah, you just hear the one guy just... <laughs> <laughs> they're like, just shut up. You hear a fart. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's just it digesting. Shut up, had Daniel. They're right breakfast. there. Damn, gonna blow our cover. It's like we're a fucking horse. We didn't blow our cover. Nay. <laughs> that's the thing. Maybe if they all got out, I don't know, maybe they took a piece of the, the wood or straw, whatever the fuck it was made out of, and just put it around them and were just like, <laughs> what a fucking horse does. Maybe they'd be all right. Maybe they would have gotten past it. That, no, that was a motorboat. <laughs> that was something. I don't know. I regret doing that now. Now I feel like shit. Yeah, I regret it too. All right. Well, what's up, everybody? This is TFR News. Like last time, I didn't say what TFR stood for. It's the farthest reaches. There you go, Josh. Well, this one that's fine because this isn't a main episode. Yeah, oh, no, really? No one now it's okay. To yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, uh, well, I <laughs> hey, am. The, the numbers don't lie. I am here with Josh. Hi. I'm here with Cassandra. Hi. And I am Matthew. I am also full of Popeyes. You didn't say hi. Hi. Oh, you stupid fuck. Hi. Jesus Christ. God damn it. I'm the first person narrative here. <laughs> Shut up. All yeah, right. We're, yeah, we're all full of Popeyes. So we're, mm-hmm. After two failed attempts <laughs> at Waffle House. Yeah. Yeah, Josh still loves Waffle House for whatever fucking reason. They don't even want to serve them. Yeah, I know. It's kind of shitty. Fuckers. They're just sitting there and they wave at you like, ha I defended you on a different podcast. Not this podcast, but a different one. You let me down. He still wouldn't let us take him to We may not let you down. I still like Waffle House. No, he was talking to Waffle House. Yeah, not you. Jesus How was Christ. I supposed to know? Context clues. He said, I talked about this on another podcast and you let me down. No, but before that, he proceeded with, like, I defended you. I'm glad your wife listens to me. And I'm like half listening and I still <laughs> pick that up. God. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so sorry. I am a fucking burden. And see, he like acts like I'm insane. Like when he's like, you didn't you say are. that. You didn't say that. You said this or no, you never said that. And I'm like, literally, you cannot trust yourself. What are you talking about? I'm not liking this. What the fuck? <laughs> We're like a minute and a half in. I'm already being ganged up on. And I am not having a good time. Stop being dumb. Straight up. I'm not having a good time. Stop being dumb. Get Dude, smart. dumb. So how sorry. are you both doing? I'm all right. How's this past week been for you guys since uh, I've seen you last? I'm good. I've been playing Pokemon you Snap. Me. I haven't played it yet. Oh my god, it's so fun! Is it? There's definitely because I've not been like mm. I've never kept up with like Pokemon since like fuck I don't know. Moon was the last. Like, obviously, like I bought Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield or whatever. But like mm-hmm. there's like the generations in the middle that I've fake never, fan. I've I've never claimed to be a real fan. Poser. I Whoa. just like. <laughs> Casually play Pokey Pokemon, poser. but <gasps> yeah, I love Pokemon Snap as a kid, and I was like, you know what, I'm playing a new one. But I, you t- you're telling me they couldn't come up with a new name, and uh, other than new Pokemon Snap, I'm like, really? Uh, well, that's literally I mean, all it is. It's a would new you prefer Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. like Snap Two. Yeah, because yeah. that's what it fucking is. <laughs> Pokemon Snapped, past tense or something. Ooh, ooh. No, all right, fine, fine. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. I've been busy. Yeah. With other things. Yeah. But uh, when this was announced, what, a year ago? Almost a year ago or so? Man, I was super excited. I could not wait. Now I want Pokemon, or excuse me, yeah, Pokemon Stadium. That'd be cool. That would be awesome. Didn't they come out with a newer one of that? Don't you have it, like on the Switch or the Wii U mm. or something? I mean, I have Pokemon. Tournament. I'm thinking tournament. Is that the same? Oh, Pokemon tournaments. What you're That's thinking what of. I'm oh, thinking yeah. of, yeah. I mean, kind of, but yeah, you, it's like, like the same thing. you, like, touched once and then never played it again. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I was kind of bomb because i got like the first like when it first came out and then like i don't know maybe a handful of months later they came out with like a special version or dlcs included or whatever it was and i was kind of like oh man that kind of bums me out because i want that one i don't want this one i don't know that's just me though um but yeah i haven't played pokemon snap yet but i got it and man i cannot wait to relax and do so as soon as cassandra gets off of playing animal crossing good luck getting that out of my fingers it's it's not in there right now because I'm, mm. I'll go get it. Mm, no, I played it in the last one, didn't Mm-mm. I? Like, priorities, priorities, TFR news, priorities. priorities. Come on now. So we hope everyone out there listening is doing uh, great as well. We hope you're staying safe and healthy, and maybe who knows? Maybe some of you I'm talking to right now are fully vaccinated. If you're not, go get fully vaccinated, right? Yeah. Yep, I get my shot in two days. Hell yeah, my my, my, my second shot. Me and Cassandra have had our second doses, and we've been fine for. For now, mm-hmm. I don't see why it would hinder us now. But uh, yeah, we've been doing good. When we were out in Columbus yesterday, there was a gentleman. I was like, how are you guys doing? And we were like, good, you? And he was just like, fully vaccinated. I'm doing fine. I'm like, good for you, man. Hell good for yeah. you. I know that, conver- that, that conversation could have gone really different really quickly. And I was like, oh, He was God. brave to say those words, I feel <laughs> yeah. like. Exactly. But, yeah. Like I'm sh- Maybe he just felt like he had a fight in him that morning. And he was just waiting. He was waiting for the prime opportunity for someone maybe. to walk by and try him. That, that gentleman has big balls. Big yes. balls. So, Matt, has anybody, so has anything weird and spooky happened this week? Actually, in fact, yeah, I think there's a good amount of stuff and um, a good range of it, too. Ooh. First, I want to talk about the Somerton Man. Have you ever heard of that, the Somerton Man? I know I've, you haven't. I've heard Sandra. the name of it, but the context of the name is escaping me at the moment. So it, okay, I'm... To try and recover as many details about it as I can, I'm on uh, abc.net.au, and it talks about the Summer to Man and what it was, and I'm going to briefly go over for anyone who doesn't know what it is, but basically, a during the summer of um, in Adelaide, I don't know where Adelaide's at, Australia, I guess, I don't know, maybe, 
but a man, a dead man, washed up on the beach. And so they found like all the tags and his clothes removed. Oh, they yep. found like some weird uh, note that was ripped out of some like I don't know. Wasn't the, it from like one of the books or whatever that he had? Either he, I don't know if he had the book or not, but. I, well, yeah, I think he had the book and it was ripped out of it and someone had written on it in some other language and the other language says, like, it is finished or something like that. They can't find any strangulation on the gentleman. Like, they took his fingerprints. I think they can't find him anywhere in the database or anything like that. They just yeah, have no fucking clue who this guy is or where he came from. Uh, very, very interesting case. But also now, and this came uh, about a week ago, abc.net.au as well, the Somerton man is to be exhumed by police in an attempt to solve the mystery of his identity, finally. So it says the remains of the mysterious Somerton man will be exhumed by police in the hope that DNA samples could solve the case that has baffled detectives, researchers, and amateur sleuths for more than seven decades. The identity and cause of, uh, of death of the unknown man whose body was found on Adelaide's Somerton Beach have remained a mystery ever since he was spotted by passersby's now, passersby, excuse me, slumped against the seawall on December 1st of 1948. The case has sparked theories about who he was, including speculation he was a Cold War spy or a jilted lover, and that he could have been poisoned. A police investigation and coronial inquest left the matter unresolved with hundreds of candidates being identified and then ruled out over the years. The case is particularly mystifying because of the number of clues linked to it, including a suitcase, items of clothing with the tags removed, incoherent writing believed to be a code, the poetry book of the Rubaiyat of Omar Khayyam, and a torn scrap of paper with the Persian words Tamad Shud, which means it is finished. I think they also found like a a key to like a box in a police station or something like that, had or a key to a like a, like a locker or whatever they have in a train yeah, station. And it's like a box. box. Yeah, a lockbox. And they had like a box in there that had, I don't know, some weird, like just random scissors or toenail clippers or random papers or some shit like that. But they can't find a name to this gentleman. So they're like, oh, who the fuck is it? The Summerton Man is buried in Adelaide's West Terrace Cemetery in a grave that refers to him simply as the Unknown Man. After years of public discussion about digging up his remains, uh, SA Police has now had an exhumation order approved by Attorney General Vicki Chapman, who said the case had generated intense public interest. The man could be someone's father, brother, or cousin, and those relatives and friends deserve answers, she said. South Australia Police has since come to me with the funding and an application, and I have approved of it. What if this is Granger Taylor? Uh, Ooh, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't really look like him. I don't know, but, but this sounds like something I would watch on Sherlock. Well, no, this came in 1948, man. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, he time traveled. Well, I Ranger mean... Taylor's father had passed. Maybe he didn't pass. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe this is him. Ooh, and if you're like, whoa, who's Granger Taylor? Go listen to our last episode. Yeah, fuckers. Whoa. Okay. Sorry. Well, damn. Jeez. Passionate. What was in that Popeyes? I don't know. God damn, she's spicy. New to the podcast, and she's like, yeah, I fucking rule it. <laughs> <laughs> Strange disappearance. Don't of be Ranger a fake Taylor. fan. Check it out. It's a good one. That's okay. I'm a fake fan. I gotta say that episode of Green Tail is one of my favorites. I really, do, I really do love it. It's well rounded. Oh, you're so conceited. I am so conceited. <laughs> Did such a badass job. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm with her. I think obviously the body I think should be exhumed. I want to know answers as well. I mean, yeah, I can see how the whole what kind of like morality thing can play here about digging up one's body it's and finding dead. out who it is. Just go on with it. Well, that's the thing. It's already <laughs> dead, and no one seems to have 
any ties with it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I think that line's okay to cross to figure out. Like she said, people deserve answers, so why not? I'm totally with you, Miss Chapman. But yeah, that uh, necessary. I mean, it is a story, but I kind of wanted to touch on it because uh, if everyone wants to go check out the Summerton Man, I know Astonishing Legends did a great um, couple episodes on it. I know there's a great handful of other podcasts and probably you can find it on YouTube, whatever you want to do and learn about it. But hopefully we get some answers soon and perhaps that will be one mystery during our lifetime that will be solved. I have a question. What's up? Um, it's kind of on topic, kind of off topic, but mm, okay. I want to know, has anyone, because you know, like when you die, you can leave your body various ways, cremated, donate to science, yeah. burial, whatever, natural burial, whatever you want. Like, could I in like request like a murder mystery dinner but like instead of someone playing dead for eight hours i am just the dead thing on the ground (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you want us to just have like our own version of like knives out i don't know what that is okay never mind i'm sorry it's a movie never mind (laughs) i was going to watch a whole lot of movies josh i'm not nearly on your level I was going to mention it sounds like a, just a movie plot to me, well, but I'm sure it is. That's what I'm like, because I mean, make it even more realistic. I'm dead if it's like, oh no, someone stabbed her. Like, just put a knife in my back. Oh, I'm wait. not going to feel it. Wasn't that a recent movie or something with like Jason Baten, Bateman and someone else? Didn't they do like a murder mystery? Uh, but Jennifer th- Aniston. Yeah. I watched that. A murder it was mystery, on TV. but then it really was a murder. Yeah, it was. It had Michael C. Hall from Dexter in it too. It was kind of. It was okay, but it was funnier than I was expecting it to be, but it wasn't like groundbreaking or amazing but it was a it was a it was an okay watch for it to be on yeah. tv i just turned huh. it on well it i highly funny. recommend <laughs> knives out with daniel craig okay. jamie lee curtis and uh chris evans oh that does oh, chris evans. Really daniel craig the recent james, james bond guy. yeah yeah okay. he has a nice uh southern draw very uh, cajun hmm. accent in that movie. is it it's intense <laughs> like because we watched cheap thrills and that movie kind of fucked me that up that movie was awesome oh God. it like no it like to this day i feel like i'm still oh, traumatized wait. from that movie i think i know cheap Cheap thrills. Is that the one with that the guy one? from Anchorman? They keep giving him more money to do more and more yes. fucked up yeah, yeah. things. You suggested that movie, I think, when we watched it with Rebecca and all yeah, of Yeah, we watched yeah, it yeah. with her. Yeah, because um, yeah, I met one of the actors in the movie. And, uh, him and I laughed because he was another one of the guys that I met when I was super drunk, that famous <laughs> whorehound. And there's a picture of him like hugging me close. And he's just like, you're like a little brother. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, no, that not movie cute. is intense. Yeah, but, but say, is it like that or is it no, not it's as not, bad? No, it's not as okay. intense. It's actually pretty funny. Because I don't know. With my old age, I just cannot handle... The intensity of some movies. I'm just like, whoa, I can't need a break. I'm losing it over here. <laughs> yeah, totally kind of off topic of this, but sort of on since we mentioned Daniel Craig. You know, you see those like ads on on websites that are like, these celebrities died when they were young and mm-hmm. you know, these celebrities, you know, are like, millionaires. Where are, now? where are they now? Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing one that was like, these celebrities have smaller penises than you would think. What? And Daniel <laughs> Craig's face was right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, Knives Out also has Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Tony Collette. Oh, I love him. Tony Collette was from uh, she the mom and Hereditary, and she's done. A, oh, I, okay. She's done a bunch of other shit too. I, I know Hereditary that was that was the movie. I don't know how she didn't get nominated for any kind of like Academy Award. I know the Academy kind of like huffs and puffs at horror films, but her yeah. fucking her acting in that movie is phenomenal. Yeah, I still need to see. Still that. have not watched that either. Mm-hmm. But we did watch the other one that Midsummer. that gentleman made Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, the director. Yeah, that made. one was intense too. But I liked it. It was good. Yeah. So next I want to bring up here, uh, both of these kind of go together. It's from mysterywire.com. 
But uh, we have some more documents that have come out recently that show a long history of UFO sightings over sensitive government sites. What are you doing? He was shimmying, so I chimed in. Shimmying? I had a cold chill. I know, but... I hate saying that word. And How? Then, it's like 70 degrees in here. I don't know. I get cold chills randomly. You know what that means? Hmm? Hmm? Anyone know what that means? That means somebody walked... A ghost walked passed o- through you. No. God, stupid. Oh. It means somebody walked over your grave. That's fine. Oh. Maybe hope, it's me right here under fucking, my house. I hope they did a... What are you? Fucking Edgar Allan Poe? You hear my heartbeat? Could, that could be. I bet you put it up the mic. I could. I'm going to put it... I'm, that's going to take way too much effort. <laughs> Just pull the mic down. I can put my butt up to the mic. You could. I could hear something else. Yeah. So this document says over the course of eight days, unidentified bright and colorful lights appeared in the air near and above the Los Alamos project site. And this happened in 1948, according to a memo written by John A. Carroll, chief inspector of the Atomic Energy Security Service. Something else that happened in 1948. Mm. The in, the, in the memo, which is part of a 70 page uh, release of documents from the Department of Energy, the DOE, shows written evidence of unexplained objects being seen by trained military personnel from the 1940s through 1985. Another event described in the documents involves three security policemen assigned to Kirtland Air Force Base in 1980 who reported seeing unidentified lights in the sky within the Manzano, Manzano? I don't know, weapons storage area. Now, we have had talks before, and I think I do touch on it in the Roswell series that we've done about some of these, um, like, nuclear missile sites and how UFOs have been reported over it, and it seems to either deactivate or activate the nuclear missiles. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit is right. (laughs) Yeah, there's always been cases of them, like, by, like, nuclear plants, missile sites. I mean, hell, there's even uh, reports back when Chernobyl happened that mm-hmm. there's like ufo spotted like i'm either, sure like, the either, like, amount of energy or what but yeah, yeah I mean, emanating from those things yeah speaking of you no know, like chernobyl around in russia is one of those nuclear sites that uh, i think the missiles all activated and uh yeah it was <laughs> That's reported making me sweat <laughs> it was reported <laughs> that the the people the personnel working there like within 10 years they had like all just gray hair like it, it just stressed them out and did they a whole number of russia, factors Josh? on yeah cool <laughs> shut up it took you a minute. Wow. Well, I didn't hear what you said at first. And then I was like, oh, yeah, she's saying that Josh has a bunch of gray hair. The security said the light traveled with great speed and stopped suddenly before landing, taking off, and performing maneuvers they thought could not be done with the current technology. Below here on Mystery Wire, if anyone wants to go check it out, you can read all the documents that were recently uncovered. Now, I wonder... I haven't gone through these documents, but I wonder if any of these documents talk about either of those missile sites that I had just previously mentioned or anything along the lines of that. Because I know before that was just kind of like hearsay, one person to another, like, oh, yeah, I heard that, you know, somewhere in like Montana or wherever the Air Force Base was, or excuse me, the nuclear site base was, you know, the, these uh, missiles were all deactivated. I don't know. I'm not sure. But now also uncovered is uh, Project, well, we do know about Project Twinkle. Doesn't that sound cute? That's so cute. Well, before Project Blue Book in 1952? 55. 52, I think. Bingo. Right before Project Blue Book, we had Project Sign, which ran about 49 to 51, I think. And then from 47 to 49, even precursor to that, was Project Grudge. But it all did the same thing. It all looked into UFOs. But... After a bunch of unidentified lights were discovered in the southwestern states, like, who knows, maybe New Mexico? Oh, maybe. Yeah, where we got Area 51 and all the Roswell shit that happened. Bunch of green fireballs. You've heard that term before? Yep. 
a bunch of green fireballs, which to me obviously just sounds like a meteor coming through the sky. But yeah, it's just Shang Tsung from uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but because of those lights, Project Twinkle was put into place where it just ran through the length of Project Sign, 49 to about 51. And they were just there to investigate what these lights could possibly be. So it goes on to say here on Mystery Wire, between 1949 and 1951, the U.S. Air Force ran a program called Project Twinkle to lean more, oh, it should be learn, whoever fucking wrote this, it should be learn. Come on! To learn more about mysterious life phenomena being seen by military personnel, mainly in the southwestern United States and often near or over sensitive military sites. Project Twinkle also involved looking into reports of green fireballs being seen in the sky. In the Project Twinkle documents that are listed below as well on Mystery Wire, life phenomena is documented above and near several military facilities. Many of the reports focus on the southwestern states. Some reports describe multiple people seeing green and other colored lights or fireballs in the sky. Some had the characteristics of meteors, but others were described as being able to stop and start. But in the final Project Twinkle report, the government concluded most of the observed light phenomena could be attributed to such man-made objects as airplanes, balloons, rockets, etc. Others can be attributed to natural phenomena such as flying birds, small clouds, and meteorites. I don't think I've ever seen a green flying bird on fire flying through the sky. That would Just be saying, pretty cool. That would be pretty badass, but I don't think I've ever seen that. I'd be concerned for the bird. I sure would be dead by then. By the time you notice it, it'd probably just technically be dead. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it'd probably just burn up in the sky and it wouldn't exist anymore at all completely. But I don't know. I don't know. Birds get hit by cars. I don't know what birds are made of. Okay. Bird. How am I posting it? What? Well, that's what chicken fingers are. That's that what I just ate at Popeye's? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. What if I myself turn into a green fireball and just go soaring through the sky? Then is this how, it all, is this how it all starts? I'll record it. Oh, thanks. Put on YouTube. So, yeah, some of these... Um, Conclusions that they came to in the reports here, we have uh, one from March 6, 1951, report from four Los Alamos personnel, a very bright object crossing the sky, also observed by two Kirtland AFB, which is Air Force Base pilots, who reported this as a meteor. Uh, time was 1430, reported by Dr. Lopez to be a detonating fireball. And then we have, say, January 12, 1951, report from 10 Los Alamos employees, uh, a tear-shaped object with a small tail, very bright in appearance, descended slowly. Sky lighted up for about one second. Now, those do sound like meteors, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there is one here that I'm not entirely sure about. Here, June 7th, 1951, it says, Report from a Los Alamos employee. A pointed cylinder in vertical position, cloth-like construction, fell in canyon at 11.10 a.m. Search party was unable to find the object or any remains. And then uh, March 12th, 1951, report from Albuquerque, New Mexico, by two individuals of a ball-shaped object shining white in appearance. The object descended rapidly to the horizon. Then a report from a Los Alamos employee uh, reports that the shape or the oblong-shaped uh, object was moving slowly both in horizontal and vertical directions in bright appearance. Obviously, I do not know of a meteor that can do that. Maybe a green bird that's on fire can do that, but I'm not entirely sure. Birds have it rough. They do, except the one that's con- constantly looking at himself in my mirror on my car and taking a shit on my door. I mean, goddamn! I mean, did you have you ever seen the video of uh, the bird getting killed by the baseball? Oh yeah, like during the game. Yeah, that's so sad. Fucking Randy Johnson, hundred mile per hour fastball, fucking mid pitch, midway. <laughs> a bird just flies right through and boom. 
boom. And that it was fucking not that bird's day. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, that yeah. is like a one in a fucking like millionth chance. I'm sure PETA was there to ban baseball for the rest of the fucking... Well, they yeah, probably tried. Before PETA. <laughs> really, was it? Yeah, I don't know when PETA was, but I I wanna, I'm going to assume probably, yeah. Oh. No, just recently, I think somewhere in the world there was a baseball game or a soccer game or something like that, and some stray dog like ran out into the field, Aww. and I think someone actually decided to adopt it. And, uh, How wholesome. That, that's, uh, that's that a, makes it better. That makes this whole entire story better about killing birds. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I'm not sure what to do about the one that's constantly looking at itself in my mirror and taking it's a shit on my door. It's not looking at itself. It's literally attacking and scratching the shit out of your mirror. It's like he thinks he's his own competition for like a mate or something. I don't know what he's doing. It's he a just, cardinal. Apparently they're known for that. He fucking attacks himself and then he takes shits. If anyone knows how to resolve that. It's the state bird too, so I'm sure oh, it's protected. Oh, okay. Email me. Yeah, PETA, <laughs> PETA apparently was called because PETA started the... Uh, 1980s and this was in 2001 and i looked up an article and it's literally a dove a fastball on the day diamondbacks picture randy johnson had pita calling oh, shit. <laughs> oh my god i called it <laughs> <laughs> oh for love of yeah, god yeah because you know randy johnson's just out here just fucking aiming at birds exactly yeah that's his whole purpose in life how about that bird is definitely just he was too stupid i guarantee a bird's been Survival killed by a fitting. fucking nascar i guarantee it oh math taking out quite a few with his car hey. alone been driving all hey, of a I, sudden, a, a little cardinal just flies right on by, and then poof, a big cloud of red feathers everywhere, and I'm traumatized. So, literally that last happened, like, week, twice or something. Literally last week, while at work, a bird flew in front of my truck, oh my God. and I heard it, and it rolled up the hood <gasps> and up the window. No! <laughs> oh, okay. I, I laugh. <laughs> I have uh, never been in the car with someone who hits birds other than you, and you've done it like three or four times. We don't endorse killing of animals. No, He's no. not even trying to. I'm not trying. It just comes effortlessly to him. I will oh, wow. say, okay. I, I will, I will say, I love birds, but they're the one animal I don't feel bad about when they get hit because I'm like, you have the entire fucking sky. I know. Yeah, yeah. and for whatever reason, you want to fly really close to the road. I get it. If you go out into a fucking field, eat a worm. Sure, that's what you have to do to stay alive. But what you don't do to stay alive is fly right in the middle of like the highway traffic and just think, oh, this is kind of neat. It's a French fry. <laughs> What's going to sure. do? <laughs> go for a worm. Don't go for the yellow looking worm. Go for like the I mean, brown looking worm, worm. Or a french fry. I know which one I'm going for. And I'm going to get well, hit worm. by a car. <laughs> I was going to say a worm. You picked Matt, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Another joke. I mean, you can't tell which side's the butt and which side's the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just ass. <laughs> or head. You don't know. You don't know what side's what. <laughs> what would you prefer? All to be head or all to be ass? Hmm. What's the pros and cons there? That's. Mm, I'll get back with you. I'll get a list going. I'll let you know later. <laughs> okay. Can't wait. <laughs> okay. So we already discussed a little bit on a mysterious man that washed up one day in Australia. We or went through a little bit of UFOs, which I will come back to some UFO stuff later. Now I'm going to go to something that I think is just completely out of the norm. I have no idea what's going on, but I found it very interesting. So I will go ahead and talk about it. Okay. This comes from thedebrief.org. Now, the debrief, I can't remember exactly what article or articles it was, but on one of our past TFR news, like recently, I talked about uh, the debrief, talking about I th maybe it was the pyramid shaped UFO. God, how many times are you going to say debrief? Debrief, 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 debrief. Um, but this comes from uh, Micah Hanks. If anyone doesn't know who Micah Hanks is, he's an author, he's a podcaster, a researcher, adventurer. He's a very intelligent, methodical individual. Um, he's got some podcasts about Sasquatch, uh, UFOs. Uh, I think there's one that's kind of touches on a little bit of anything and everything. Um, 
but he's a very incredibly smart guy and he brings up some good points. He's skeptical, so he's not sure exactly what there is to go on, but he'll hear what everyone has to say and then assess from that. But he brings me this article, uh, Josh from the debrief, and directed energy attacks may have occurred near White House, officials say. Now, that's a headline I don't know what to make heads or tails of, because I have no idea what the fuck they're trying to really talk about. But it says, a series of invisible attacks described as similar to those which reportedly targeted Department of State or DOS employees in Cuba and China beginning in late 2016 have now been reported in Washington, D.C. and elsewhere on American soil, according to sources familiar with the incidents. One of the attacks reportedly occurred close to the White House last November, according to multiple sources who told CNN that the incidents are currently under investigation. One of the incidents, which occurred near the south side of the White House at President's Park South, also known as the Ellipse, reportedly sickened a National Security Council official with symptoms similar to those described by U.S. personnel during separate incidents at U.S. embassies beginning in 2016. Another incident, first reported by GQ last year, occurred in a Virginia suburb in 2019 involving a White House staffer who had been walking her dog when she was stricken with a sudden headache, ringing ears, and a tingling sensation on the left side of her face. News of the incidents arrives just days after a briefing before the House Armed Service Committee by Defense Department officials about increasing concerns over the vulnerability of U.S. troops to directed energy attacks in the Middle East and in countries like South America. According to Politico, the Defense Department officials who provided the briefing pointed to Russia as being the suspected source of the attacks. However, the possibility of Chinese involvement has not yet been ruled out, and no conclusive links to any state actors have yet been made. Last December, the debrief reported on new evidence that the use of directed microwave radiation had likely been the cause of the incidents that now have affected several U.S. personnel in various places around the world. Despite the apparent concern, slow official response to the issue, paired with lingering skepticism in the medical community, has resulted in little progress as far as providing care for American victims of the alleged directed energy attacks. This so is, people really just walking around getting microwaved, getting cooked? That's why I'm so baffled How's that even work? by this. Like, I, they're I'm fine no scientist, but I don't understand. How's it work? I mean, I find it a little weird that the Virginia suburb, it just happened to be the one woman walking her dog that was a White House official that got affected by this and no one else. It's like one more thing now I have to be scared of. Oh, I mean, you know, <laughs> who's to say it's not like just a weapon? Because, I mean, they have those like, uh, fuck, what are they? I forget what they're called, but like the sound yeah, weapons like, or whatever. I, yeah, I physically yeah. don't comprehend I don't how either. you can like target a person and be like, and those like cook their brain. And those things are weird. Like if you go to like, Take a step to the left or the right. You're not going to like hear yep. it or feel it, mm -hmm. but like if you're right in front of it, you can feel it. And it yeah, they can really weird. isolate and target what they want to hit, and yeah. it's like infrasound, so yeah. you can't hear it, but you'll feel it, and Lovely. you'll start pissing, shitting, <sighs> vomiting. You'll do whatever. That's what's happening to me. Some guy Maybe. in Russia hates me. That's it's not IBS. <laughs> it's a guy in Russia. No, it's not Russia. It's, it's our own government that has those. God damn it! <laughs> Targeting certain individuals using a satellite to yeah. do it. Yeah. Wow. That's why I'm normal one minute and then I'm just fucked the next minute. Hey, that's my problem too. See? Fuck. Well, they were going to have, or people were talking about. They're targeting about... the really cool people, Josh. Yeah, get fucked. We're so idea. cool. Mm, okay, well, I'm glad I don't have to deal with whatever that is. <laughs> uh, but um, no, they were talking about um, when you, people were going to raid Area 51. Yeah, they were going to yeah, yeah. have these sound weapons there in case but they are, actually. Are the sound weapons different than what you're talking about right now? 
Well, this article, I believe, is something different See, than what we're talking okay. about, but we are all talking that, about that weapon. That's yeah. the funny thing. You know, these people that are always like, oh, they're going to take our guns. Like, you're fucking. They don't need them. Yeah, you're, no. a, your AK-47 is not. That ain't shit. Going to do anything when our government has fucking weapons that could melt our brains. They probably got dinosaurs, yeah. too. We just don't know. Mm, they got maybe. T-Rexes. Maybe. Wouldn't that They're be something to fucking see? Like they've got like Raid Area 51 and a bunch of fucking T-Rexes and Spinosaurus coming out. They even get like out. a 30-minute lunch break they're taking care of. That would be cool. They have AC. Good for them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I just, they have a whole army of armadillos. It just, army aggra- it just aggravates me that, you know, every time I hear it, like, oh, we'll overthrow the government. I'm like, if they really wanted to, they would just mow you all down. Exactly. I know. It's been going you for how long? You think they don't have a little thing in the sky that can just go zap? And yeah. Poof, gone. Just yeah. Gone. Yeah. Poof. Exactly. Like, uh, what movie was that? Geostorm, I think? They have, like, a big-ass fucking weapon on a satellite up there that just, like, shoots some big beam down and causes earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. I don't know. It's fucking... Are armadillos bulletproof? No. Oh. I mean, maybe depending on the weapon. It just seems like like they could, like, be the front line. They're car-proof. And then, like, whatever you shoot at them bounces back and just takes out Yeah, no, they're not. What, car-proof? No. They're not bulletproof. Oh yeah, not bulletproof. I, was, I thought I was. And, I mean, they're not necessarily carproof. I thought I was really onto something there. Well, yeah, if you were to run over one in Nevada with your spark, your spark would probably just destroy itself. Nice, good, good <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah, they're like nature's first line of defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's the honey badger. Natural speed bumps. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's that's a cute term. Okay, yeah, like a reverse pothole. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so this is not science, but science fiction. That's a quote from UCLA neurologist Robert Ballot. Hello is co-author of the book Havana Syndrome, Mass Psychogenic Illness and the Real Story Behind the Embassy Mystery and Hysteria, which cites a number of historical examples of mass hysteria episodes and psychosomatic conditions, which bear some similarity to the symptoms described by embassy personnel suspected of being attacked in recent years. University of Pennsylvania bioengineer Kenneth Foster also told Skeptic last year that the microwave weapon theory is, quote, just a totally incredible explanation for what happened to these diplomats, adding that it was just not impo- or just not possible. And Anything's had, possible. And he had this interview with BuzzFeed. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. One <laughs> can believe a goddamn thing of it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Former CIA agent Mark Polyamoropoulos. No, 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 no. Say that again. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's literally, okay, former CIA agent Mark Polymeropoulos. Say it again. Polymeropolis. Say it again. Polymeropolis. Two more times. Polymeropolis. Polymeropolis. <laughs> it's loaded. Now say it backwards. Soloparimilop. Soloparimilop. Love it. Okay, cool. Play it back. Uh, his, his, his first name backwards is just Cram. Nice. Yeah. You know what Cram Soloparimilop. Huh? Ardnesack. Good. And mine is uh, Wee Tam. Mine is Not Rub. Not Rub. Are we doing last name? No, we're no. not. Uh, First name. <laughs> uh, well, come on, can you do it? Yeah. What is yours? Just uh, so, I, I, yeah. But, I was gonna uh, say. Are we doing the full name or just? I do the full name. Oh, so God. you're like, you're like, what are we doing? You having strokes? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. This is really good for your fucking audio format. So Mark Polymeropoulos would probably disagree. Quote, there is a lot of incredible unease and disgust with the agency leadership and the Office of Medical Services uh, Services on the issue. End quote. Polymeropoulos told GQ in 2020, uh, after the curious onset of headaches and other symptoms that he began to experience during a visit to Moscow several years ago, Polymeropoulos now believes that he was also the target of some variety of directed energy attacks. 
according to a consensus study report of the National Academy of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine released late last year. Symptoms that include dizziness, cognitive conditions, and other unusual symptoms are believed to result from exposure to pulsed radio frequencies, according to the 2020 report. The committee felt that many of the distinctive and acute signs, symptoms, and observations reported by DOS employees are consistent with the effects of directed pulsed radio frequency energy. Noting that other studies published over the last several decades appear to provide circumstantial support for this possible mechanism. Wow. wow. Okay. At the time of uh, its publication, its authors were concerned about the possibility of future new cases among DOS or other U.S. government employees working overseas, either similar or dissimilar to these, and the ability of the U.S. government to recognize and respond to these cases in a coordinate and effective manner. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. Like, oh, sorry, I can't come into work today. I've been a victim of a direct energy attack. Um, I'll let you know when I'm recovered. Yeah, sorry, the, the, the pulsed radio frequency energy attacks are just, they're no joke, okay? They're going really rampant in my neighborhood right now. I'm doing my best. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Yeah. Or mind. not, or not. That Maybe I'll be back in a week. <laughs> that reminds me of an episode of Family Guy where Peter wants to go to like a baseball game and he calls his box and he's like, Sorry, but I've been in a horrible car wreck, and I am now a vegetable. I will see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. This is the weirdest probably piece of news that I can come across. I, I've i never heard weird. I've never heard anything, even in the 2016, about the other officials that were, or U.S. officials that were overseas or wherever they were at about directed energy attacks. These pulsed radio frequency attacks where it just causes a whole bunch of disorienting I, I don't I don't know. Cognitive dissonance in a way. I bet they got the COVID vaccine. <gasps> it's five oh G kicking God. in. Yep. Before five G was in. even here. Oh, by the way, we were at a bookstore in Columbus and we legit found a book on like the guide to how to like protect yourself from five G okay, and okay, the internet. Okay, okay, hold on. Hold on here. Disclaimer. It might have been ironic. It might have been ironic. I didn't read the whole book while I was there, but it was all about five G, how to harness your powers. God, and, are we gonna start <laughs> wearing fucking aluminum foil on our heads? I'm again? down. Might have to wear just entire aluminum foil. I want to be a fucking Hershey kiss. Ooh. Oh, someone pull my paper and make me twirl. <laughs> wow okay all right so that's my best life that's, that's your that's best what life i want to be living all right so my next piece here and this is a really weird one and i got a video to show you guys too oh boy so, woohoo! not everyone listening because you can't see it i mean you could try to post the video up well i mean i can but right now they can't see it so this comes from singular 14.com and i also have uh Facebook pulled up as well because I have a Facebook post that I have to go through. So a mysterious credible. Mm, well, it's a little more credible when it has pictures to back it up and a video. Because mm, so, those can't be manipulated. Yeah, no. So a mysterious <laughs> figure that appeared to be a child captured on dash cam in Australia. So an Australian man, Mitch Kuhn who runs motorcycle accessories company Shark Leathers, said he was driving north and his mother on the Hume Highway near Bardia, south of Sydney, Australia. Josh, I can hear you eating Skittles. Yeah, he's trying to be quiet. He's, like, he's, that guy, he's that guy in the movie theater. <laughs> it was it's stuck me. in the wrapper. I wanted to get it, but I was trying not to make noise. Stop it. Every time the, the theater gets quiet, you're like, oh. And then you wait for someone to like, start screaming again. You're like, okay, <laughs> I'm wrapping my snow caps, hurry. <laughs> so just before 8 p.m. on Sunday, April 18th, uh, Mitch Kuhn and his mother saw what looked to be a child on the middle of the highway. Ew. Freaky! 
Gross. In a post to Facebook, Kuhn said that he couldn't stop as he had a huge toy hauler that we were carrying and would have caused an accident. So his mother, who was in the passenger seat, called emergency services at approximately 7.41 p.m. It's very specific. The initial call placed by his mother lasted about five minutes. And according to Kuhn, police said that they were putting patrols out immediately. He Which placed like a 20 minutes from now. <laughs> yeah. He placed a second call at 829 that evening to Macquarie Fields Police Station to offer them his dash cam footage. Did you like that? Was that a good attempt? Where is that again? Uh, Macquarie Fields Police Station. I don't know. I don't know how to say that. The call lasted approximately 44 seconds. Why are they saying approximately and giving very specific amount yeah, of time? It lasted somewhere around like 12 minutes and 16 seconds. It's just okay, okay. Nice plug for your birthday. Oh! I see. So conceited. Oh, yeah. Everything's about you. 16th month, 12th day. Boop. That was yeah, me. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I called the local station after realizing the dash cam would have footage and called to see where I could send it to help them so they know what it was that we saw and could pinpoint the location, said Kuhn. I was told on the phone by the officer that there is no need to send it as the child has been collected safely and was on its way home. I felt absolutely sick when all this happened, but I instantly felt so much better when I was told that the kid had been collected. That does not sound right. Collected sounds horrible. Yeah. So, it is, was, <laughs> so it's a kid. Well, okay, hold on here. However, police told Daily Mail Australia that they'd searched the area but found no child. The and, fuck they pick up? And the search was called off at 3.45 a.m. Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. Furthermore, they said that there were no reports of a missing, per missing person in the area. In an interview with Daily Mail, Kuhn said that the child looked no older than six and appeared to be wearing a blue parka. It just happened so quickly and obviously that that was the, was the last thing that we would expect. Kuhn claimed that he spoke to a male officer when he called Macquarie Fields Police Station. The officer told him the child had been found and they would not need the footage. The next day, Kuhn posted the dash cam footage to Facebook. The only reason I posted the video of the dash cam footage on social media is because I thought the kid was safe and felt okay posting it. Kuhn was upset to discover that the police had said that they had never found the child. Uh, now to see that they are claiming I was never told this makes me sick. He posted to Facebook, along with the dash cam footage with an excerpt from a Daily Mail article. Now, it does say that the Daily Mail article here, several police cars attended the scene and uh, searched the area. However, no child was found and the search was called off three, at 3.45 a.m. Monday morning. The motorist who claims he filmed the footage is Gold Coast businessman Mitch Kuhn, who runs a motorbike accessories company, Shark Leathers. He posted the footage to his Instagram account, claiming the police told him the child had been found and was safe. However, police have confirmed that they did not find a child, and they did not tell Mr. Kuhn that they had either. Don't you mean a goat? What? He said, no, it was a kangaroo. And I said, no. I just thought maybe it should be a goat, because that's what a kid is. He said they found a kangaroo. Am I in an alternate universe right now? Like, what are you talking about? Hold when on. you were saying something like, "What they they didn't find the kid," he was like, "Maybe it was a, a kangaroo." I was just and making was a like, joke because lol. And then I was like, "No, he should have said goat because baby goat is a kid." Oh, well, I was just making a joke because Australia, <laughs> Australia, and then you know, a little baby's a Joey. But uh, well, see, I thought you were playing on the word "kid" there, and I just thought I was you picked the wrong just, animal. I was mostly just making a joke about Australia, but. 
sorry. I was just I'll like you two hash that out. I'm, yeah, I was just sitting here listening to you, and then I was like, oh, it should have been goat. I'm innocent bystander here. You, so. <laughs> For like the past like five minutes, she was on that, not listening to you at no, all. No, I was listening Apparently. and it came in at like the three minute mark. And I was like, wait a minute. He should have said goat. <laughs> Just prime opportunity missed there for a good pun. <laughs> so, anyway. So, yeah, I'll play the video for you. And what you're going to be viewing is about four lanes. Uh, you'll see one car to the right of this guy's dash cam, and that car disappears. He goes past it. But over here on the left, near near the shoulder in the other lane, you'll see what looks to be some object like a kid up here in frame, Can and he I goes right it? by it. Yeah, I'll play it for you. Can it's it's, it? it's weird, but uh, yeah, you tell me if both of you can see that well. Oh. Ew, yeah. Yeah, it's over there. It looked like it was wearing blue, like a blue striped yeah, sweater. Ew, I don't like that. Isn't that kind of weird? I don't know, weird? though. Hold on. You should pause, like, the frame, like, right I when it gets that. to that. Yeah. Like, play frame by frame. Yeah. Like so, there, so, okay, there's the stop frame for you. I, I have no idea what to make of that. Well, here, here's the thing. It doesn't look like it's moving. Any movement from it, I think, is just altered by the um, curved lenses of the dash cam footage. But it does have a shadow. It looks like it manifests. Yeah, yeah it, it really has does. Like a very awkward kind of like movement to well, it. It, uh, I, it does almost look CGI. Well, and for reference, um, I think I remember reading this somewhere, whatever. But the lines on a highway, like the white striped lines, are ten foot long. Yes. So that thing standing next to it. Well, I mean, this looks, is also Australia, so it could be. Oh, that's true. Different. It could be different. But, but what, if it is ten feet, though, what were you going to say? No, I was gonna say like that. Cu that could look like the size of a child, then, because it's, you know. Pretty I mean, it small. definitely looks like it kind of walks in frame. It's the shape of it, how it kind of goes like this, and then it's just like a like it looks like almost like a kid with a backpack on because it's like little yeah. head. It's, like, well, to me, it doesn't look like it's necessarily walking. I think it has something to do with just the the side of the frames and how or the side of the lens and how it kind of distorts the vision. Personally, um, it doesn't look like it moves at all. Yeah, it doesn't really look like it moves. I mean, it looks like it's a kid. If it's CGI, I feel like it's done very well with the shadow and everything being there. Mm. Um, but for the sake of just saying that this is all true, um, him calling an officer and the officer saying, yeah, we picked a kid up. He's That's all good so to go. Weird. That's weird as That's fuck. That's so weird. If the rest of this is actually true. What if like he called the police station and some alien spaceship intercepted the call? It was one of them. They lost. Or they up. did pick up the kid and they're like, you know, housing it with the T-Rexes and they're going to use it for something later. Yeah. And uh, I mean, since then, I don't think anything's uh, come out, you know, in the in the past weeks about, no, there really was a missing child. No, no one's reported it um, unless, say, it was a child. Someone was trying to get rid of the child one way or another. Did they and, check all the milk cartons? And or successfully it, did. Or I don't it's know. an elf. Or it's an it elf. It could be an elf. Or it's like a some sort of dwarf, gnome, hobbit-type creature. Could, could be. Could be. Could be one of the the fey folk. Yeah. Yeah, very well could be. Um, I'm not sure what other folklore and legends Australia has, you know, personally, but um, I don't know. It's a very weird video. If anyone wants to go check that out, you can go to, um, well, you can go to singular14.com to read the article and see the a uh, still picture of it, but uh, they have a link to Mitch Kuhn's Facebook where the video actually is, and you can decide for yourself. So now this brings me to my last story of the day. <gasps> Everyone's like, oh, thank God! 
I can take a nap soon. Yes, you can. And we can all take a lot of shits, too. Okay, great. From, from Popeye's. Now, this comes from... See, I don't speak Spanish. I think it is Spanish. So, Cassandra, you might have to do this. I took a uh, year Spanish in high school. I'm very qualified. Like, okay. Is that like Radio Mitre dot... I don't know, cnradios.com or something? It looks great, Matt. Sure. Looks great? Yep. I mean, sounds great? Both. Okay. Josh, you I don't know. <laughs> want to attempt? I'm not sure what the website exactly is. Radio Mitre? I don't know. Is the yeah, S pronounced? Radio um, I'm a dummy. Radio Mitre.cnradios.com. Um, literally spelled radio and then M-I-T-R-E. But it has to talk about... They capture a fleet of blue UFOs in the middle of the night, and the video is terrifying, yet I cannot find the fucking video. But bear with me here. The incident occurred in the Colombian town of Envengado. The number of suspected UFOs in the sky caught the attention of users. So a Twitter user posted a strange situation that he witnessed in the sky over the Colombian town of Envengado, where a huge line of what appeared to be UFOs. The video went viral in a matter of hours. The episode happened around 11.44 p.m. on Saturday and caught the attention of uh, netizens. If these things in Envengado are UFOs, please take me out of Latin America, Edder Varela wrote when sharing the recording. In the video, several blue lights are seen flashing in the sky in the middle of the night. The situation caused a huge controversy on social networks since it is strange that so many UFOs are recorded together. Now, this sounds like Starlink to me at first, but I've never seen Starlink's misidentification of being blue lights and from Almost the sounds like skydivers skydivers hmm. do they normally have lights i mean i they probably do if they at do it night, at night yeah there's been issues especially here in cincinnati where there's been like night uh night dives yeah and people will claim like see the lights and claim ufos really mm -hmm. i had never once thought about that think of it as skydivers i'd have to watch a video on that and see exactly how they do their thing. Like what they look like coming down. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I never even that never even crossed my mind, honestly. But uh, they captured a fleet of blue UFOs in the middle of the night. There were people who do not believe uh, that the clip shows and expressed that it could be easily be satellites. Excuse me, and has happened on other occasions. Here, okay, yeah, they just mentioned that the they are Elon Musk satellites. Says one of the users on Twitter. But again, I've never seen them to be blue. Elon Musk satellites, and some of the pictures I've, or one of the pictures I should say I've seen of this look like cylindrical shapes. They don't look like the solid kind of like orb of light. Uh, I'm not saying it's not Elon, but it could very well be. Um, since the sky is usually clearer in rural areas, it is easier to see activity in space. Additionally, stories of unidentified flying objects abound in the field. Now, another story I've paired with this, just like the what the other UFO story I had recently discussed on this is from the uh, El Tribuno, I guess dot com, uh, a video, and it says they claim that aliens visit a town in Boliv Bolivia. Excuse me. After seeing a halo of light, inhabitants of a town in Santa Cruz de la Sierra say that an alien similar to the chupacabra frequents them, <laughs> looking for children and young people. Now, what I'm getting at with these two stories is. In uh, Evangado, or what was it? In um, Evangado, they captured this fleet of blue UFOs. And then just down the way, apparently, a couple days later, they see these UFOs appear again. And one of them seems to drop something off like the Chupacabra. 
The inhabitants of the Monteguido neighborhood in Santa Cruz, Bolivia, claim to have received a visit from a being from another world who has very large eyes but cannot see, and who has hands um, with three fingers. Prior to its appearance, the neighbors report that a hail of light had appeared in the sky and landed on the spot. As the object entered the sky, there was a crash like thunder. Furthermore, the characteristic of this object is as if it were throwing fire. Ooh, maybe Project Twinkle should get in on that. According to the residents, after the outbreak, the alleged alien was seen wandering the streets, and they say that they it had a resemblance to the legendary Chupacabra. Fright, it was frightening children and young people. So apparently this thing came up to some citizens. Uh, according to the same neighbors, minutes after his supposed disappearance, the light in the sky went out, leaving traces in the form of circles in the grass. Now in that video, it's kind of hard to tell, but it looks like they're in the middle of some kind of field, and there are impressions sort of in a circular formation in the grass. And um, they <laughs> they draw this alien-like creature. I must say, it is like the cutest cartoonish-looking creature I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like just got this Kind of like an alien head, like from the movie Aliens, but it's really bulbous and well-rounded, and it's got like really big eyes, and then it has like the stumpiest-looking little body, <laughs> and it's got like three little fingers on these fat arms and three little toes on these on these fat legs. But um, Aliaga, who is dedicated to paranormal issues, asked scientists for help to study what happened, but a psychologist suggests that it is a collective stress, and that the inhabitants should receive attention in the face of what happened. So yeah. Uh, if yeah, if anyone's in Bolivia, let me know if you see this uh, this occupant that the spaceship supposedly dropped off and is now terrorizing the citizens. <laughs> citizens, the citizens seems to look like the chupacabra, even though the drawing really did not look like a chupacabra at all. Because you you should be able to tell the difference between a chupacabra and what this alien looked like. There are no similarities. I feel like give it too much longer and Amazon will start offering that kind of shipping where they just beam down a beam of light and there's your package. Well, I mean, they're trying uh, drones in yeah. certain states right now, at least in certain Not high provinces. Enough. I and... want it literally beamed to my house. And leave a crop. Uh, yeah. and you better leave a crop circle in the backyard. <laughs> you need crops for a crop circle. Maybe a grass circle. Okay, grass circle. Yeah. I mean, sure. you just get what you get, right? Yeah. Uh, that reminds me of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where like he closes the microwave and like punches his numbers like a boop cheeseburger. Just up here, dude. In that's there. a that's lit. That's yeah, my I'm gonna dream. say that, that happens in like Jimmy uh, Neutron does that too. Yeah, it also happens in Fifth Element. Oh, does it? Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that movie in so damn long. Same, same. Because she gets a chicken. I just remembered Mila Jokovic as Lilo. Just okay, it's 2021. Why the fuck do we not have this technology? I know. I don't care about satellites in space. I don't care about exploring the ocean. I want a fucking uh, smart microwave that can poof up anything I want. I mean, I care mm. about. I said poof ocean, up. I care too. I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's not gonna change my life. I want. I could. A like a cheeseburger delivery. There could be a creature down there that if we take the fucking insides, it could cure cancer. Okay, but that yeah. sounds very selfish, Josh. That's that's creatures' insides, Speaking and you just want to take it for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the ocean, I read an article earlier about um, some big bones that were discovered. I don't know some lake bed or ocean bed somewhere, but. Um, they were trying to identify, but they can't identify it just yet. They're like, oh, it could be a whale. It's got like three of these weird plates on it, but it's like this skeleton only has two. So like maybe it's not a whale and it's like 30 meters long. Well, that's it's creepy. fucking huge. <laughs> Something like that. Mm, I don't know. They don't know what to make of it just yet, but Con we'll see. Controversial opinion. The cure for cancer is already hit. Happened. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I've, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because if they the, cure it, it's gonna the amount of money exactly. that they make for the 
cancer research. Oh God, they're making fuckloads of money. Well, they're, then our life life pharma. expectancy would be way too long, yep. and then we'd have even more overpopulation. Okay, I'm not gonna, but yeah, yeah I see I, what you're I saying. Guarantee there. Yeah. I don't have a strong opinion. I don't say like yes, it is or no, it isn't. But I, I, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'll like entertain it. I'll I'll be like okay yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see what you I see what you're putting down yeah, yeah. I'll do the same I mean yeah, I we, can we, I, I mean see where you come yeah, from we had a teacher in high school that I, her and I had a conversation about that I'm like yeah I totally believe it mm-hmm. a lot of people do so yeah that will do it for TFR news we got weird energy attacks uh, in Washington D C and of course the rest of the world uh, we got uh, ghost children and blue parkas. Ghost children and blue parkas. We got chupacabra-like entities that are being dropped off by (laughs) spaceships. I got sucked by the chupacabra. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait, people. You'll see that on a t-shirt. And uh, maybe have some DNA evidence for the Summerton man and find out who the hell he belongs to. And uh, yeah, I would say that concludes it for TFR News. Another successful episode. Yay. Everyone's so fucking excited. Everyone's fucking tired here, full of Popeyes. They just want to go to bed. (laughs) As soon as I stop recording, I am just falling to the right and I'm passing out. Uh, but before I get off of here, yeah, if anybody wants to check us out on social media, you know, go to Twitter, TFR Pod Official, Instagram, and Facebook at The Farthest Reaches. We have The Farthest Reaches Podcast at gmail.com, and you can check us out on TikTok for some fun videos. Uh, if you want to post anything our way, if you have any cool ideas that relate to our core episodes, maybe you have a piece of evidence that could be useful, who knows, anything spooky you want to send our way, you have plenty of options to do so. And with that said, uh, we will be holding back an extra week for the next TFR, um, the core episodes. So you won't see it anytime next uh, weekend. You will see it the weekend or a little bit later afterwards for I have some business to attend to. And yeah, in the meantime of that, just check out that Asector's Cut with me and Josh while we talk about cool movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now we're starting our first movie slash more so video game. This week. Yeah. Resident Evil. I'm excited. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. All right. I mean, you know, we do have some fun things coming down the pipeline very, very soon. I'm excited. Mm Mm-hmm. Seriously, though, you'll see that design on a shirt. I got stuck about Chupacabra. It's there. All right. So with all that said, I have been Matthew. I've been Josh. I'm still Cassandra. Oh, that's good to know. I have changed. uh, Yeah, I think it's time to The theme hasn't gotten to me yet. I think it's time to project sign off. <laughs> Goodbye. It's my catch. Bye. Bye. Don't plan traffic. Or do. I mean, yeah, I'm don't plan traffic like that kid in the park. I mean, yeah, don't do it. Because then you'll be missing and then you won't be missing. Yeah. Then you'll be missing and then you won't be missing. I don't know. It's weird. Bye. Sounds fun. Bye.